Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to our listeners. Welcome to President, Patriot or Puppet. On this radio program, we discuss current political issues with interaction and intensity not heard on other shows, including the visual media. Our listeners learn and often participate because the issues discussed could affect them directly. If you've got a comment of any kind for the show, call-in number is one 347 8267400 Now what exactly is it about socialism that attracts such illogical, undying, uncritical and blind devotion even in the face of overwhelming evidence that this theory is utterly flawed or is there some universal rule which dictates to intellectuals, Hollywood players, and so-called journalists must be liberal, socialist, Marxist, communists? And why does America create such waves of revulsion in these same liberals? Finally, why must these progressives do everything in their power to obscure the agenda and acts of other Marxists, even those in high office, harming the traditional interests of the United States. In the absence of a better theory, one must deduce that in many important ways, leftism acts like a godless pseudo-religion or cult, for it seems to have all of the burdens of religious uh, without any of the benefits Most alarmingly, Marxists have been the single most destructive set of benefits in the world. America staggers from one contrived disaster to another as the boy Barack Hussein, god of chaos, cackles up his sleeve while pretending to be an icon of retribute and restraint and moral pro, uh, probity. And meanwhile, the stable of mainstream journalists cheer as, the, as if Obama just cured cancer. The list of president man-made debacles swells daily. Today, it's the sea of illegals surging across the domestic borders quickly whisked into the country, whereas overseas, we're informed the world's first terrorist state is being implemented between Iraq and Syria. Yesterday, it was trading five Taliban generals for an army deserter. Tomorrow, it could be any number of currently unfathomable decisions by Hussein Obama knowing full well the GOP does not have the stones to impeach him. It is time to elect a government that will take down the bird feeder of freebies just to get reelected. It's time to solve problems logically. We have to learn to speak to the low informed to get their attention and help them see the light. I'm always searching for ways to translate what is taking place in our country today as simply as possible so that even the lowest informed will get it. Someone bought a bird feeder and realized that it taught them what was wrong with government. The author stated, I hung it on my back porch and filled it with seed. What a beauty of a bird feeder it was as I filled it lovingly with seed Within a week, we had hundreds of birds taking advantage of the continuous flow of free and easily accessible food. 
But then the birds started building nests and on the boards of the patio above the tables. And the next barbecue, then came the poop. It was everywhere, on the patio, the tile, the chairs, on the tables, everywhere. Then some of the birds turned mean. They would dive bomb me and try to peck me, even though I had fed them out of my own pocket. And other birds were boisterous and loud. They sat on the feeder and squawked and screamed at all hours of the day and night and demanded that I feel it when it got low of food. For a while, I couldn't even sit on my own back porch anymore. So I took down the bird feeder. In three days, the birds were gone. I cleaned up their mess and took down the many nests that they had built over the patio. Soon the backyard was like it used to be, quiet, serene, and no one demanding their rights to be fed free meals. Now, let's see. Our government gives out free food, subsidized housing, free medical care, and free education, and allows anyone born here to be an automatic citizen. Then the illegals came by the tens of thousands. Suddenly our taxes went up to pay for the free services, some small apartments and housing five families. You have to wait six hours to be seen by an emergency room doctor. Your child's second grade class is behind other schools because over half the class doesn't speak English. Cornflakes now come in bilingual boxes. You have to press one to hear your bank talk to you in English and people waiting, waving flags other than ours are squawking and screaming in the streets demanding more rights and free liberties. Just my opinion, but maybe it's time for the government to take down the bird feeder. Minister Billy Graham's daughter, Ann Graham, was interviewed on an early show at one time, and the host asked her, how could God let something like this happen? Regarding Hurricane Katrina was the question. Ann Graham gave an extremely profound and insightful response. She said, I believe God is deeply saddened by this, just as we are. But for years, we've been telling God to get out of our schools, to get out of our government, and to get out of our lives. And being the gentleman he is, I believe he has calmly backed out. How can we expect God to give us his blessings and his protection if we demand he leave us alone? In light of recent events, terrorist attacks, school shootings, etc., I think it started when Madeline Murray O'Hare, you know, she was murdered, her body found recently, and complained she didn't want prayer in our schools. And we said, okay. Then someone said, you better not read the Bible in school. The Bible says, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, and love your neighbor as yourself. And we said, okay. Then Dr. Benjamin Spock said we shouldn't spank our children when they misbehave because their little personalities would be warped. And we might damage their self-esteem. Well, Dr. Spock's son committed suicide. We said an expert should know what he's talking about. So we said, okay. Now we're asking ourselves why our children have no conscience, why they don't know right from wrong, and why it doesn't bother them to kill strangers, their classmates, and themselves, probably, if we think about it long enough and hard enough, we can figure it out. I think it has a great deal to do with we reap what we have sown. Funny how simple it is for people to trash God and then wonder why the world's going to hell. Funny how we believe what the newspapers say but question what the Bible says. Funny how you can send jokes through the email and they spread like wildfire. 
But when you start sending messages regarding God, people think twice about sharing it. Funny how lewd, crude, vulgar, and obscene articles pass freely through the cyberspace, but public discussion of God is suppressed in the media, schools, and the workplace. Well, are you laughing yet or crying? You know, funny how we can be more worried about what our other people think of us than what God thinks of us, and we simply turn the other cheek to crime. We, the people, keep letting Obama get away with lying, breaking the law, destroying our Constitution, and committing treasonous acts. Just sit back and let it happen and say, okay, laws mean nothing to Obama. It was earlier announced that Obamacare will not launch online enrollment for small businesses until after the November 2014 election, of course. It is another delay in Obamacare, and of course that is breaking the law. This, again, is the president acting outside the boundaries of the law to make sure the continued disaster called Obamacare does not hit small business until after the midterm elections. The president just cannot willy-nilly this unless no one tries to stop him. And so far, no one in Congress has made that attempt. Obama clearly did not want to run the risk of 100 million cancellations in small business before the midterm elections. Glenn Beck, to open one of his radio programs, with some very troubling and bizarre news flash that led him to call for President Obama's impeachment. The president waived a federal provision specifically designed to prevent the U.S. from supplying arms to terrorist groups in order to begin providing military assistance to the Syrian rebels. Today, I come to you with the news that our president actually waived the restriction on countries supplying arms to the international terrorists, specifically al-Qaeda, and the reason why he waived that is because we, the president and team, was saying, are providing arms to international terrorists, specifically al-Qaeda, Glenn said. Now, if that isn't an act of treason, I don't know what is. That is not an act of insanity. I don't know what is. The president said, well, we don't know who the terrorists are. We don't know who the rebels are. Oh, no, Mr. President? You apparently do know exactly who they are because you felt compelled to waive the re restriction on arming them. Now, why would you do that? So you can no longer make the case we don't know who these guys are because the president felt compelled to tell us who they are by waiving the restrictions. Now, they, which are those you are arming, sir, are international terrorists. If that's not an act of suicide, if that's not an, an act of finally of the president admitting we are on the wrong side, when the president waived the law so he could arm terrorists without being put in jail and hoping no one would notice that he was on the wrong side? Well, we know that not all of the rebels and terrorists arming any faction that includes known terrorists is a direct violation of federal law, which is why President Obama was forced to waive the restrictions that prevent such action. The president knew he could go to jail for the treasonous act if he didn't waive the law. We have endured nearly five years of countless scandals in relation to Obama, but it seems that his latest actions, potentially aiding and abetting the enemy, might just be the most egregious things that this president has done. Obama said we got al-Qaeda on the run. That's clearly not true, because al-Qaeda is growing in Libya. Al-Qaeda is growing in Egypt. Al-Qaeda is growing everywhere, and we're arming them in Syria. So now Obama is arming and aiding the enemies of the United States of America. There's no one who makes this case that Syria 
is the greatest threat to us than al-Qaeda themselves. We did not get into bed with Hitler to defeat Japan. No one could say, let's give Hitler a whole bunch of arms so he can help us defeat Japan, because if we did arm Hitler to help defeat Japan, Hitler would have come to America and used those same arms against us. Arming the enemy is a treasonous act, and the president knows it's against the law. Where in the hell is Congress? When is enough enough? This man not only needs to be impeached, he needs to be arrested, along with his private attorney, Holder, for Holder is certainly not America's attorney. Everything he has shown me tells me that he is the opposite of a friend to America. Come November, if the people of America who believe in the founding principles of our country, who believe in the ideas of personal and religious freedom, who believe in the God-given rights of liberty and can realize the true socialist threat that confronts America today from those progressive left-wing socialist communists, which we expose right here on this radio program for what they really are and what socialism truly is, then and only then can we, strong Americans, stand together and defeat this tyranny. Now, before I bring on my two wonderful partners on this show, I read this morning a, a little uh, paragraph from a person in one of the LinkedIn groups, and I simply have to read it to you now. I won't use her last name because she didn't respond to the uh, request, but her words, Jane W., who is a volunteer in a nonprofit organizations, she stated on a group in LinkedIn, the threats are coming out in the open, but if you look hard, they have always been there in Congress, especially when one of our senators called Fox News boss Uncle Rupert, and he was a Mexican. Look what the president did to the governors in Arizona, Texas, and Louisiana. He sends out people to do his dirty work. He shut down the mines in the mining states where that was the only thing they knew, and now we are stuck. The people left here can only move to another mining state. He knew what he was doing, and to that I said, I'm going to introduce the world to you, Jane W. Jane, I am going to read your public statement and uh, the, to the international radio program audience. We love strong Americans who are not afraid to speak the truth, and the folks who listen to us do as well. You are a good American, Jane. Thank you. And Jane, I hope you're listening now we'll bring on first uh, Mr. Michael Talley. Come in and give us your thoughts, Mike. Uh, good morning, David. Good morning, Doctor. Excellent opening. Uh, the Obama thing, if he was Republican, if he was white, he'd be impeached. Can't impeach him now. Harry Reid wouldn't do anything with it. They can make all the murmurings they want, and all they do is make Obama cry like he has been doing Oh, the Republicans are calling me names. They're blocking me. Well, they're blocking him because he's doing things to destroy the country. Everything you indicated above is so true. The Hobby Lobby comes out, and it's just so funny to hear the liberals and Dems cry about it. Ginsburg comes out with her dissent to the opinion. Uh, we got Obama not doing anything about the Keystone Pipeline. Now it looks like Canada's making a deal with Asia. You know, Once they get that port built, they'll have 220 ships from Asia ready to take oil that we could have that would give us jobs, reduce the price of gas. Uh, with, with Iraq, Iraq wanted to buy planes from us. Wouldn't do anything. Russia gave them planes. Russia's going to re rebuild the Soviet Union, including Iraq. It's incredible. The Gitmo detainees, he'll trade all of them off. Try to get it done before 2014 election so we can say, see, I upheld my, and it only took me six years, but I upheld my promise. And this 
illegal immigration thing. Again, he's saying, I'll do it myself. I'll go around Congress. And they're protecting all these kids coming across Honduras, Ecuador, Mexico, all the South American people coming in here. And now he wants $2 billion to buy attorneys for these Shipping into all different states. Fortunately, one, uh, I think it was California, where a bunch of people wouldn't let them get off the bus. Go home. We don't want you here. I don't care if they're kids or adults. They don't belong here. And they're calling them undocumented immigrants. No, illegal immigrants. Get a grip. That's what it is. They're undocumented because they're illegal. Right. But the news media won't pick that up. If you don't listen to Fox or listen to us, you won't hear it. Doctor, what are your thoughts? Well, it's so intense and so multivariate what's happening at the southern border, if there is a border at all, or as Nancy Pelosi says, it's just the border going through between two countries. It has really no other meaning. It's just a line going through them. Uh, There may be a minor, and don't take the word wrong, minor holocaust going on down there as well. They're finding graves of many people down uh, around the border. Uh, People, I guess, didn't make it, or the cartels are... Uh, killing them as they're coming across, I, I don't know. Women are being raped as they're traveling across Mexico now, especially children. We're hearing about that. We're hearing about masses of epidemics, um, basic stuff, measles, mumps, chicken pox, possibly swine flu, maybe other things as well. Well, we, you know, maybe even polio is going to be reintroduced into the country. We know that Border Patrol people have been told not to speak to the media. We've told that the aid workers, as you guys mentioned, uh, who are housing these kids and feeding these kids and clothing these kids, have been told that they could lose their jobs and or be actually in prison if they speak about this particular situation. That uh, the director under the border governors, uh, like Perry, he's tried. He sent down the military there. But I don't think it's going to come to any fruition. These people, in their minds, meaning the Pelosi's and the Reeds, believe truly that they're doing the right thing by bringing these children and their families here because they're leaving war-torn countries. Now, when did Guatemala, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, El Salvador, and the rest of them have new wars down there? What's new now that wasn't happening six months ago, a year ago, three years, five years, nothing, except Obama's advertising for these people to come here. To claim that the Republicans are obstructionists, that they can't get any immigration reform passed, is, is just complete nonsense. And we know why, because he had control of the House and the Senate in 2009 2010, and they didn't do anything. Okay, So the, to call the Republicans obstructionists is ridiculous. I heard something on Fox this morning where one of the black commentators said, oh, we had the most productive time between 2008 and 2010 in, in the Congress. That's not true. They forced Obamacare through through minimal votes. The last vote was 219 to 212 to get that crap through, and people were bribed in, in the kickbacks and all. And the kickbacks were there in the form of uh, getting more bridges in their towns or town halls built or whatever roads so those things came into being and many other people no longer in congress so we have a lot a lot of problems that uh, obama is defining and, and saying that the republicans are the problem not not his policies that's a bunch of bunk yeah you, you know you, you forgot to add that all those democrats that were voting were getting their bridges to nowhere if you yeah. recall no matter what it yeah. took that's what the, that's what their whole scheme is about. You remember uh, Al, Albert uh, Spratt, uh, the sergeant of uh, National Border Patrol, yeah. uh, Rio Grande Valley, said Obama administration is largely to blame for the waves of illegal immigrants have been flooding the southwest U.S. border since February, yeah. saying the government opened the door for the crisis by making it clear they're not to deport people. Now, also by allowing so many uh, young illegal people to be released into this country, the U.S. government has also become part of the smuggling drug cartel business, yeah. and it's 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 as like a plane as the nose on your face. Yeah. We talk about how an obstructionist Republican. Well, think about this: if you don't give me my way, one hundred percent and sign my bill, you're an obstructionist. How much education do we need to provide the low-informed? That's ludicrous. It is an absolute abomination of the facts. You can't just simply say, that's not true, that's not true, and just believe me. 
Right. We've got to retrain, reteach, find ways. And the methodical way that I was really uh, impressed with was the, uh, the bird feeder. Now, you, you know for a fact that that's logical. People think in those terms. You know, who is going to provide the best and the most? And everything is destroyed within. Even the intellectual black people say, you are being destroyed by these leftist people who are trying to tell you that you don't need to be personally responsible. You take that away. What are we heading toward? Well, we've got plenty of, of atmosphere out there to compare ourselves to. How about Greece, for one? You know, lowering the the retirement age to about 50 so that everybody can play in the streets. Now all business has has run away, and now they're in the streets screaming at the government to keep taking care of them. Yep. Where is it going to stop? The lunacy has to end. Yeah. It ends when we get rid of Obama. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the Common Core, you, you touched on Common Core there. The Common Core believes that there's intellectual equality among people, and it tries to prove that myth by lowering the standards so everybody seems to pass the test uh, with the same grade. And it just doesn't work like that. There are extremely smart black people, as there are extremely smart Jews and Christians and, and white, black, whatever. Uh, but the Common Core doesn't doesn't do it. And to make it look like that the people are doing the same type of work in the same class on the same view is just wrong. And if you don't follow that, they, they diminished the SAT that made it almost worthless. They've taken national testing and diminished that as well. The math now is so easy, a five-year-old could do it uh, for the 12th grade level. It, it's gotten to the point where we want a homogenous population that will be led by a leader like Obama, like the Pied Piper of Hamlin, and that's exactly what they're looking to do, the, the liberals. They want control of every aspect of our lives, and they're going in that direction. And this is just the latest introduction of their craziness, the uh, uh, bringing illegals in here by the millions. There'll be Democrats down the road five, ten years. Sure. They'll remember who will let them in here. Sure. Yeah, you know, the, think of the word intransigency, yeah. <laughs> the, the trait of being... <laughs> Intransigenic, now yeah. uh, stubbornly refusing to compromise. Think about that. Now the yeah. Democrats, right up to the ladder, accuse the Republicans of being part the party of no, because the Democrats are not getting their bills passed exactly as they choose for the content. Now the low informed, being uh, beginning to believe that the proof of this is when the president stands before the American people and states that he is going to bypass the Congress, pull up the no party, and change the immigration laws to suit his sociology. The president created the crisis of illegal children coming across the border by sending folks to the other Central American countries and promising utopia if they would come. Now he can use that crisis to circumvent Congress, knowing that he is breaking the law, but he has gotten away with it this long. Why would he not continue? After all, now he's black. He'll continue far, getting away with it. So, Nobody wants to be called a racist. Yeah. And they, and they use this to hide behind little kids. I don't care if you're a little kid or you're an adult. You're not here legally. Yeah, Go exactly. home. He knew this yeah. was going to happen in January. He put out requests for bids to take care of all these kids. Nobody knew they were where they were coming from, but this has been planned for a long time. He knew this was going to happen, and he knows that since every time somebody says something against him, they call him racist, nobody will stand up. We've got nobody with guts. That's what we need. We don't need to yeah. just need to take the side. We're standing up to him right here. Yeah, yeah. We need Create to take it with conservatives. Create a crisis to exploit. Remember yeah. that—that's yeah. straight from their their uh, uh, yeah. playbook. You know, create the crisis. I mean, that's the, go, uh, what is Holder's uh, uh, Fast and Furious. You know, come on, there's yeah. millions of them out there—not millions, but a bunch of them out there. They create so to take the blinds and put them on the low informed, so they can take action. Let's, let's remove guns. Look at those guns are killing people. 
Let's let's create a crisis. Have the kids come across because the poor Americans will sit there and, and empathize and let us get away with this crap. That's exactly what's taking place. We have to expose the hell out of that, and I'm glad we're doing it right today. Well, um, the children are pawns, no doubt, and they they planned this ahead of time. I still don't get the full depth and breadth of why these children are being sent here at this particular time in history, um, and it doesn't make sense from any kind of point of view that I could come up with. But in, in a warped liberal progressive mind, I guess it does. Look at it's Nancy Pelosi going down. So he went he right can, down to the border. She went Congress. to Congress. He wants to sidestep them with this damn executive order crap yeah. and not be impeached for it. Look, those those party of no uh, people are trying to keep these poor children from coming across. And he's busing them from one uh, city to the other here recently that uh, buses were turned around. You know, get out of here. We're, we're not taking that. There's, there's kids all over the world that, that really could use help. But we cannot help everybody. And we are not going to accept illegal. Illegal is illegal. If you steal a car... You stole a car. You're not going to get forgiveness if you get away with it for a few years. The irony, the irony is that the buses are going all over California that has a population probably a third uh, Hispanic, and the Hispanics are protesting. They don't want them there, and that that's the irony of the situation right now. Yeah. They're over. They're flooding California. They're flooding. Uh, Texas, they're flooding Arizona right now, and uh, you know Obama doesn't like the, uh, the governor of Arizona. They've had a tiff back and forth. So we know where now that now what they're doing is flying into Massachusetts, here into Maryland, and we're flooded with illegals here. And they do good work, no doubt. The good work, the good people, Catholic most of them. Uh, but nevertheless, we don't have any jobs for them. We don't have any room for them. We don't have any money for them. They're drenching us in taxes to pay entitlement in this small state. And can you believe it or not, the budget of Maryland is larger than the budget of uh, Pennsylvania, though they have double the population up there. It's, it's just amazing. Well, it's going to break everybody's budget trying to take care of all the illegals. Now yeah, they get yeah. notes out to send underwear to these people because apparently they're short of underwear. They're bringing all kinds of diseases in. Yeah. People we should send the dirty underwear to water washing them. <laughs> Diseases that we have gotten rid of a long time ago. Yeah. It's a way to, another way, another prong in Obama's attempt and holders to destroy the country. And Clinton, Hillary Clinton is even a bigger listener to uh, Solinsky than Obama is. She would be even worse than Obama, if that's imaginable. But these people think that they can do whatever they want to do, and nobody stands up to them. you got Schumer, Pelosi, Reid saying, well, Obama should be a dictator. We shouldn't have any more elections. Yeah. This is the crap we got to put up with. You know, she took a speaking fee at a college of $225,000, and it came out of the student fund, this fund that the children like my kids would put money in. They asked for $200, extra $300 a semester, and it goes into this fund to fund sports, uh, outfits, books, people don't have scholarships, stuff like that. She took two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, and the students didn't know about it. They were asking for it back, and as far as I know, she hasn't given it back yet. Her speaking fees are up to four hundred thousand dollars. Is she worth four dollars? Never mind four hundred thousand dollars. Her book is failing all over the country and in, and around the world too. A lot of the publishers around the world do not want to pick up foreign language editions for it. So she she's a phony baloney. Her child is, and her husband is the biggest in the nation right now as well. And they're not worth a nickel. Uh, but they want to be on the world stage. They want to be on the national stage. They refuse to leave. We show them the door. They just won't go through the door. Chelsea's the same way. She's taking 600 grand from, I think, CBS, Yeah, which is 28000 a minute. Yeah. For the time she appears, yeah, jumping man. over everybody else, just like the minimum wage. Yeah. We want fifteen dollars an hour. Well, how about <laughs> the people that worked there for ten years to get the fifteen dollars an hour? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're not talking about them. We're yeah. talking about, about the. Yeah, go ahead. I was, we're just talking about the people that really can't get a job. Yeah. These jobs are starter jobs. You're supposed to work there. It's not to support a family of four that the Obama complains about. These are starter jobs. She got three people from a household working minimum wage jobs. You still have to, over $20 an hour. Yeah. If you can't live on $800 a week, yeah. you got a problem. Yeah. 
Ed, Ed um, uh, what is this, uh, Mazinski. You remember him, former Democrat congressman who represented Iowa's first congressional district in the United States House of Representatives, two terms. He sat on the White House Judiciary Committee that uh, decided that the fate for Richard Nixon, he was outspoken saying that Nixon was a crook, disgrace to politics. And then here he is, he and the Clintons were friends and very politically uh, intertwined for many years, and uh, Mazinski had uh, an affair uh, with the NBC News reporter, and uh, in 1993, uh, Mazinski, the uh, freshman Democrat Congress, cast the deciding vote that got President Bill Clinton's controversial tax package through the House. 2001, Mazinski was indicated and later pleaded guilty to 31 of 69 counts of bank fraud and fraud uh, wire. And Mazinski embezzled more than $10 million from the people in uh, a Ponzi scheme. He was found guilty and sentenced to 80 months in federal prison. After serving less than five years in federal prison, he was released April 2008 and remains in federal uh, probation. To this day, still owes 9.4 million, and uh, yeah. the pictures, of course, uh, yeah. the uh, uh, worthy because uh, now he's uh, the father, soon-to-be father-in-law, uh, or a Chelsea Clinton. Now, uh, early uh, 30s, uh, he purchased uh, 10. The uh, early 30s, he purchased 10.5 million dollars in the uh, New York apartment. Uh, and anyone mentioned, uh, of course, about any of this in the media was not. And of course, if, if the uh, uh, let's see here, it's uh, Barbara Bush or, or uh, better yet, Sarah Palin's daughter uh, had a father-in-law like this, that the news media would be all over it. Yet liberals say there's. Uh, no double standards in political reporting, you know, and people are already talking about Hillary as our next president, uh, lying in the corruption seam, if, of course, uh, uh, make Democrat candidates more popular. We, When the uh, people fear government, of course, then there is tyranny. But where are we at right now? Exactly what Thomas Jefferson predicted. We've got a liar-in-chief, and now we've got a scandalous-in-chief woman who would like to continue on, just like you guys were saying. She keeps saying that she's, you know, they were broke and they had no money, and there's like millions and millions of dollars, proven dollars, that, you know, they're paid constantly and have received from the various types of groups. So we're going from, from one transient, if you will, uh, to another uh, scammer. And I called the Obama the transient because he's certainly got his records completely uh, camouflaged. Maybe we can get the, the attorney that camouflaged him, who's now the uh, uh, Supreme, one of the Supreme Court justices. Maybe we can get her impeached when we fire his ass. I know he wants to be the... Uh, uh, the king of America and not ever have to go through these maddening elections again. But I think there's too many strong Americans and they're not going to take our guns. Now, go ahead and say something. <laughs> well, there better be, because we can't afford another four years. We already have two and a half years to put up with this idiot. Four, eight years, eight years, if, especially with all the Ill, illegal immigrants coming in. Yes. We can't afford not to have a Republican president, a strong Republican president. In, in the profoundly blue state of California, they passed a, a law that allows uh, the, the, the armed militia, police, if you will, into people's homes on the suspicion, on the suspicion that they may have a gun, that someone may have ratted them out, that they may have a gun illegally, and they could go in with their guns drawn uh, to get these guns and confiscate them. I think that's going to come around America very, very soon. I believe that Obama wants to confiscate all our guns, and once he denudes us of our weapons, we're, we are just 
have an inability to protect ourselves from the policies that he's putting in place. What does Homeland Security really do? They do nothing. They do the TSA. That's been just more of a nuisance at the airports. The privacy uh, can be taken over. Private companies could take over at the airports through the states. We don't need the TSA as well. That is now extended to tell, to a radio. Uh, they, they they are actually reviewing what's on the radio. Anything against the TSA, they're actually reviewing it and rebuking what 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 let's say what Rush says, for example. They're going to train stations. They're going to boat uh, where people uh, dock and boats to check people out as well. Taxi stations, bus stations. Uh, this sounds like Germany in the 1940s, and it looks bad. And now we have our own brown shirts again coming. I think there will be EPA approved them. <laughs> yeah. And we don't. We certainly don't want to uh, make the mistake of uh, checking somebody with the turban because we yeah. might be seen as not being politically correct. But they will go aboard the the boats and and check your email and go into your business, blah blah blah, and without any problem, uh, the uh, the IRS will keep you from um, getting your. 501c4 if you certainly are a conservative and you won't be able to uh, give to the to the candidate of your choice and by the way since we're talking about that why people out there would you please listen why do you keep voting for the guy with the most money and you get a the same return that's called insanity you do the same things over and over and expect a different outcome. Let's cease and desist. I think the Eric Cantor firing uh, by the guy who spent a hundred thousand next to six million, I think, is a good starting point. I think we ought to scream that from the highest mountains. What do you guys think? Oh, Holder's got to go. I mean, and now we got the EPA saying that uh, they lost emails too. I mean, this is a joke. You've got to be an idiot to believe the IRS lost emails, the EPA lost emails. Hell, I can't lose emails. I got it backed up six ways a Sunday, and I'm just one person. It's just, it's just asinine. Well, let's look at the people that are trying to destroy the country. Yeah. And it's so obvious. Everything breaks down simply. Like you were saying about the Common Core, yeah. lowering the standards so that everybody's equal. No, the only way everybody's equal is if we all dumb down to the lowest common denominator. Like the doctor said, there's, or David, some some blacks are intelligent, some whites are intelligent, some blacks are stupid, some whites are stupid. It goes for every nationality. It's called life. You can't reduce standards. We got Bill Ayers, a professor at a college, Dorn, his wife, a professor at another college. What are we crazy? Get rid of the people that are destroying the country. I think the premise, though, Mike, is that, Clinton, I mean, the list goes on yeah, and on. Yeah, but the premise is that we have people vo- we believe are voting on a rational basis, and they're not. Afro-Americans, by and large, vote blue state. They blue, vote Democrat. Seventy percent of Hispanics vote blue or a Democrat. So they're not using a rational basis for their votes. But what's in their minds, within the rationalism that we understand. But in their minds, they're going to get more. And if they're going to get more from the government, the Democrats are going to give it to them. And that's why the government keeps shuffling them, especially here in Maryland. And I'm only 60 miles from D.C. That's what we see. Right, exactly right. There's also a rat study, by the way, out of England that does the same thing. And uh, so, you know, the rats are given free food, and then they keep flourishing and flourishing. To one point, they turn on each other. Well, at one point in time... We're not going to have money to give to these people that are freeloaders, the ones that sit there waiting for their check to come. Hey, how about Greece? That's it. They're in the street right now because there's no money there. The money yeah. left. You know. Now what? Now what are they going to do? Where are they going to get the money? Well, they're they're pleading to other countries to give them money so they can keep paying the people in the streets. Right. Yeah. Why would we want to do that? Yeah. Look what happened at Crete. Remember with Crete? They went into their bank accounts and they scoundered with 50% of what they had, people had in their bank accounts. They took their pensions to pay for the entitlements, and that's what's going to happen here. So let's say you, you worked hard 40 years, you accumulated $1 million in your pension. I wish I had that. And all of a sudden, Obama says, ah, uh, you, you're an average guy. 
You don't need this much money. You could live in a one-bedroom apartment. You don't need a two-bedroom apartment. We're going to take your money, combine it with your Social Security, and we're going to give you $2,000 a month. That's what you have to live with, not the comfortable way that you were planning, that four or $5,000 a month. So they will abscond. They will basically confiscate our pensions and do that. That's coming, guys. Oh, and if you're, it's going to be like that, that happened in Russia. Of our you're, going guns, to you know? you're going to send yeah. more people to live in your house. Oh, yeah. you can't have a big house for just two people. You're selfish. You yeah. need ten people in there. Well, that, that's the whole point. The EPA should close down Beverly Hills. Those are inefficient uh, homes up there. Whether they have solar panels or not, the the uh, immigration ICE should send all these kids to Beverly Hills because you and they have two people living in a house that can house twenty, thirty, or forty people in there because they're, they're energy inefficient and they're living inefficient as well. So. Uh, there's a lot of things we can do to improve our nation, and the first thing is knock down the super wealthy. The super wealthy, by and large, are leftists. Not everyone, of course, but they're to the left. They support Obama. So if they're supporting Obama so strongly, let's send them these illegals and let them deal with it. And California, let's tax them double. Okay, let's take all their money and give it to the illegals. Why stop at 30 or 40 or 50 percent? That, that's my my take on this thing. The rich, rich the rich want to be with Obama because of regulation, expanding government, regulating. That means they don't have competition. When you can uh, buy off politicians, you can create a uh, system where you have no competition, and that's why the the big guys are supporting him. You were talking about. You know, people coming in and confiscating your house and all that type of thing. Yeah. Where do you have history of that? Look at Venezuela. They did exactly that. Yeah. They pay their army a million dollars a year, each one of them, to live in mansions so that they can keep uh, the finger on the rest of the people. Okay, so they, they do what Obama said he was going to do when he was running for office. He needed a militia even stronger than the army. He already knows about the guy that he shook hands with, okay, who he's, he's very proud of. You, you, you look at their history. They, they went in confiscating land, took people out of their homes, put them in these one rooms, just like uh, the doctor was saying, and you are looking at that evolution coming here. Look at this guy. He is not for America. He's proven it over and over, sidestepping, going around, and bragging now that he's going to sidestep Congress with his pen and phone. Now, we've got to have gumption enough to say, all right, the right over there does not have the kahunas to go do anything before we get our guns and get to the street. We've got to have... Uh, sense enough to vote people out right now that are against American Constitution, Bill of Rights, and our nation. We've got to get back to strong America. We just have to. Well, this guy is empowering all the yeah. uh, the black entertainers. you got Whoopi Goldberg coming out, calling Will Cain from the blaze. Well, that is spoken like a true white guy. What the hell is wrong with this dumb broad? Excuse me, my life. You said it. You white said person it. She's a dumb broad. They'd be shot. You're right. She's a dumb broad. That's what she is. Black, white don't matter. She's just a dumb broad. Exactly. Do you guys you know, remember the Stasi and, and East Germany when the wall fell uh, in Germany and they found that the party members had their own hotels and schools for their kids and holiday places to go to and that they kept 20 million files on the small level of East German population that they had under their thumb. That's exactly what's happening here. They're accumulating more money here for people, for the wealthy sub-segment. The rest of us have to suffer. Uh, there's no bounds or boundaries of what other people who have money could spend for their electrical bills or whatever. But for us, especially now, I have a uh, uh, one of these uh, computer um, the electrical meters, these new smart meters that came in here, about a month or two after they put it in, they started sending me letters that my neighbors use less electricity than I do. Who the hell cares? I have other things. I don't have, I don't know how many kids they have. I have a couple of freezers in my garage that so I could buy in bulk. It's cheaper for me. 
to buy a lot of stuff from Costco or BJ's, whatever. You, you know, you guys know these stores. So, uh, what what is the comparison? What does that actually mean? That I may leave the air conditioner on during the day, they don't, or vice versa, or they may have an elderly person at home that I don't have here, or the, the, my next door neighbor is a doctor. He has four kids. They're back and forth all day, and they play outside. They come into a cool home. He can afford it. Uh, and he's not a rich guy. He's a family physician. He's not a wealthy man. But nevertheless, what does the comparison mean? So now they have the, they have control. The, the, the whole government, the whole focus of what Obama does just end this is that he wants control over us. And and you you both of you have said it very well. Uh, what's happening? And that's basically what this yeah. uh, Muslim in chief is doing yeah. with Valerie Jarrett uh, at the Keys typewriter. Just well, you uh, see Obama speak without a teleprompter. Yeah, he can't put three words together without yeah. going uh, and then pausing and like when he gave the speech uh, a week or two ago. Now, I didn't forget what it was about because I can't yeah. watch the guy, but yeah. he looked like an idiot. He looked like he was high on drugs, yeah. Yeah. which I recognize. Well, that's my wife. My wife's a doctor also. We, we both surmise that he, the night of the Benghazi attack, he was probably off in some room smoking somewhere. That's why they're trying to keep it quiet. Or he was drugged out for some reason or way. So I, we, we believe that sincerely. And having detoxed a thousand people over my career, uh, he always looks that way too, doesn't he? He has those glassy eyes. He's unfocused. Uh, he can barely read, and he has political dyslexia. He, he doesn't know which way to go sometimes. I have to bring yeah, this he, up in every, one of, seven every shows. We just have to bring this up. Obama's yeah. not only a liar, he's a sneak, which is worse. You know, he, yeah. you never hear him speak about Christians like he does yeah. the Muslim. I mean, he canceled the Christian thing in in, uh, in the White House, but he certainly bows and and has the Muslims in the White House. We we have a Muslim in chief, and that is the reason why that he waived the law so he could furnish the arms to our enemies. That is a treasonous act, just like Glenn Beck was talking about. It's a treasonous act, and that's not the only thing. I mean, the Muslim Brotherhood are are our enemies, and yeah. His, yeah. he's flooding the White House with them and furnishing billions of dollars and tanks and weapons and airplanes and etc. He is a Muslim, guys, and he is not for us infidels over here in America. Beck, no, he's called the Air Force to, over in the Mideast to obey the Ramadan rules. Don't drink coffee while you're going to work anymore. They don't like that. Yeah. I like you know, Don't Beck. be Christian. Throw the Bible away. But, you know, got to be a muzzy. Yeah. Remember, I, I sent you guys uh, a link uh, to where Obama was saying that the military had to adhere to Sharia law. Sharia law, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. in, in those areas. Did, did yeah. you read that? That was incredible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's but, amazing. We did everything. Uh, I was going to say Glenn Beck. Uh, I like Glenn Beck now. I mean, he's on the right track. But he wasn't always uh, – he was to the left. He was here in Maryland for 10 years on FM, and he, he was just a left-winger. He found his niche. Of course, he couldn't get it through uh, as a uh, Democrat, so he turned to a Republican. So I don't, I don't believe much of it. You know, uh, he goes with the wind, Glenn Beck. Uh, he's scary. For oh, Valerie talking, Jarrett... That's a you, provable, you, that's a yeah, provable yeah. fact, what he was yeah. talking about. Though, and that's yeah, my, yeah, my, yeah. He's right now. He's, at, he, he's on the right track now, no doubt. He's quotable now, but he wasn't always quotable like this. Another thing I, say, right. you, I, I don't know if your audience is aware of who Valerie Jarrett really is. She was born in Shiraz, Iran. Yep. Uh, she's a product of two Afro-American people. I believe her d- father was a doctor. She grew up in, I think, Chicago, and she's a lawyer. She's 57 years old right, right now. I'm trying to remember from my readings. Uh, and she is as left as you can get, and she's a big advisor to Obama on many levels, not uh, on a personal level, too. So uh, she's uh, a person not, not to quote. I will never quote her. I think she's bad for the country. She has an agenda. Uh, that's very, very negative. And she goes along with what he says, everything Obama says. She's like a lackey, a yes person. Yeah, I can't only wait thing. to Mark Lebovich's uh, uh, book gets out. It's going to be uh, revealing in detail 
White House efforts to defend the longtime friend and advisor Valerie Jarrett uh, to the run-up of the New York Times profile. Uh, the, the Bovich uh, himself, reporter for the New York Times, uh, got a hold of White House memos titled The Magic of Valerie, and, and yeah. it's going to be released in, in the book. I, I think it's yeah. going to be extremely revealing. Well, Valerie did you see Ed, Ed Klein's new book, you know, Blood Feud, out there? It's hitting the number one list everywhere. I don't believe a lot of it. I heard his interview yesterday. He's an, a guy from the New York Times from a while back. He was ahead of the New York Times, head of the New York Times magazine section. Uh, but there's stuff in there that's very difficult for him to prove. He says he has sources. When, when there's like a party and there's only the Obamas and the Clintons there, yet he has the information. He said, because he got it from a maid or he got it from a butler or he got it from a... Uh, uh, come on. you know. It, it, the other thing is, I don't give a crap what they do in their personal life. I'm interested in what they do legislatively. That's what's important to me, how they handle the government, not how they handle their personal affairs, even though they're interesting and, and they make good copy on the news. We have to worry, are we going to have a nation next week? Not a, uh, not a Hillary's never going to get anywhere. She's failing every which way you can. But I'm not here to denigrate Hillary. I'm here to denigrate what she can do to the country and make it even worse than it is now. That's what we should be concentrating on. Yeah, we got to stop her from getting into the White House. Right, right. I mean, what do we? You know, we we she, can't she, stop her from getting fees, the fifty million dollar fees she gets. I don't see why. I, you'd have to pay me, and I still wouldn't go see her talk. Right. <laughs> uh, Obama came out and uh, after the three teens were killed by Hamas, Obama came out and said to Israel, "Don't do anything to escalate the situation." <laughs> I mean, could this big guy be more of a Muslim? No, he's a sick individual. Uh, I don't remember trying to... Israel took care of him. Remember what group it was that was threatened uh, with jail time if that they were uh, treating illegal aliens. Do, do any of y'all recall that? What, what, uh, what group that was? I really, right on the top of my head, they were actually threatened to be put in jail, and some people were actually talking with them, and they said, you cannot use my name, I'd be going to jail. Uh, yeah, these are, there's several. There's not one group, there's several. One was a doctor's group that were taking, and nurses that were taking care of, of people for some social organization. They were threatened. Uh, they would lose their jobs and or go uh, be incarcerated for it. But not only that, border agents have been warned as well not to speak on these things and, and tell what they're doing. And anybody that comes even in that circle has been threatened. And they're out in the open about it. Again, they want to stay anonymous, though, as you said. And the medical staff was uh, threatened that if they yes. spoke of conditions for the illegal immigrant children, they'd yes. be arrested. Exactly. And nobody can talk. Nobody can exactly. say what's really going on. And if you yes. look at the American people, they they oppose this kind of illegal immigration. Yes. I'm not saying bring more illegals in. We don't want any illegals. It's an insult to everybody that came here legally. Oh, everybody's yes. families came from somewhere. I'm very proud of the heritage, but I am an American. I'm not an adjective American. Yeah. I am an American. So when you feel like that you have to be an adjective American, please go back to your adjective country and not tell anyone about America. Okay? We, I don't know why that people are not escaping America going to live in other countries. I suppose it's because the other countries are not like America, which yeah. is a land of free and yeah. the home of the brave, or we yeah. used to be, and yeah. by God, we could get back to that and establish we're controlled by documents so that the the group who could be called the majority are not to tell us what is best for us, and that every time we mention our uh, documents, that those are old, and that's for old, those old guys way back there. But uh, we're now majority rules when we get in the, uh, the House, the Senate, and the presidency. We know what's best for you little people. I hate that, but it's, it's exactly what's going on out there today. And somehow we have to deliver that message to the low-informed. Guys, and we're doing a hell of a good 
Jay. No, the blacks have to start paying attention to what's going on. They're going to lose the jobs they have with all the illegals. Yep, and the border cross, we got terrorists coming in, too. You can't just exactly. open the borders. No other country in the world has opened borders like we do. Maybe you know, not what every, happened in England and other countries, all the Muslims came in. It Maybe not every uh, uh, Muslim is a terrorist, but by God, every terrorist is a Muslim. Now, I, yes, I call it faith. So uh, I want you to know that I am not politically correct, and uh, neither are my partners on the show, and we're going to have to call it off here and say uh, good evening and hope that see next Thursday at the same Dear President Obama, we the people have stated resolutely we reject your vision for our country. You claim you have not heard us. We the people have assembled across America resisting your efforts to subvert our Constitution and undermine our liberty. You claim you have not seen us. Since you have not acknowledged our message, let us here present it once more. For if, as President Wilson said, a leader's ear must ring with the voices of the people, the time has come. Our greatest treasure is free.